You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back, guys, to episode nine of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. Sound, it probably sounds nicer to you because I don't have my headphones on today, but you know. I know. So it's if you hear me sniffling, it's because... Uh, because Amir is stubborn and doesn't want to take allergy medicine. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to make myself tougher out here. <laughs> I feel like I'll require, I'll, I'll, I'll build an independence on that drug. No. For allergies. <laughs> no one will fear you if you're just like, hey, yo, man. Stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to sniffle uh, between I don't have to say anything. The muscles will give I'm playing. Wow. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Like, we're super loud on here. Let me we turn are. this down. Okay. I'm turning it down. Uh, it's good. Or anything, I'll fix it in post. It's all good. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, like I said, this is the episode nine of the Cousin Connection podcast. Uh, last week, or technically a couple of days ago, we released the part two to our relationship relationship podcast series series yes um how many parts are, are you know what we'll keep that a secret we don't yeah, know how we ain't gonna tell them exactly. huh? we, ain't gonna, we ain't gonna tell them we gotta yeah. keep them guessing okay this could have <laughs> been the last one last part of our series but yeah you never know. so you know you guys seem to really like it so it might just make it go on forever you never know this might turn into a relationship <laughs> podcast yeah <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> yeah but uh you'll know that today's topics are something that i brought up because i always try to <laughs> bring down the mood you know with some real topics what? about stuff that are going i'm playing i'm playing i'm playing first I'm of all playing. you agreed to the relationship i'm ones. playing i'm playing okay mm-hmm. <laughs> no but this important this topic yeah is the topic important. is very important and it kind of relates back to uh a couple episodes when we were talking about the um what was going on in palestine yeah with the occupation and everything and um there was some small thing like, okay, so like I mentioned earlier, I'm a very introspective person. Mm. I think maybe in the first podcast I mentioned something like that. And I like overthink things or not overthink things, but I like to think about things that I've said in the past. And with a podcast, you say a lot of things. So I start to think about those things that I said in the last podcast, Yeah, in the, in the latest podcast. And one of them was like, there was a part where you brought up, why don't like celebrities 
talk about oh, these yeah, kind of things. I remember that. And I think I sort of touched on it where I mentioned like, you know, people just, some people just don't care. And we, and we said that that's not good. You know, this is something as clearly as wrong that's happening. People should be speaking about it. But then I watched a video recently, which I'm actually going to play a clip of right now where, um, there was a gentleman on there. It's two guys. They kind of just like, it's one of those YouTubers where it's two guys. Mm -hmm. They talk about a certain topic. It's just them and their face. Maybe they'll throw up some pictures here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the guys, um, it's uh, the group is called, uh, or the two guys are called Abba and Preach. And um, they actually made a video that's literally titled, We're Not Covering Palestine Because We Don't Want To. <gasps> and I, I want to play, play a clip from this episode. The reason why we haven't covered Palestine or haven't spoken about Palestine is because I have nothing insightful. Because we don't care. Because <laughs> we don't care. I'm just kidding. I have nothing insightful to say about Palestine. So uh, I don't want to talk it, about it, the situation in Israel and Palestine because I have nothing insightful to say. And if I have nothing insightful to say, I'm going to just shut the fuck up. I'm not going to do some random video for views. But since you guys have been harassing us, constantly flooding us, telling us if we don't do it, we're bad people. If we don't blah, 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 this or that. I'm going to say this. Stop looking to celebrities to speak on every political issue you care about. We're not your mouthpiece, one. And two, we're not the right people to speak about most of this shit. Neither are most this celebrities. They don't know fuck all. You're talking about a dude who never graduated from high school and another guy over here who barely got his college education, okay? And as far barely? as like, geo did you? What do you mean barely? Bro, two semesters, not even barely. It's not like I didn't even start. I you didn't barely started. Classes. Barely started. That's better. Okay. Barely finished? Well, that's but, a lot but, of but, props but, nothing. But I've been getting all this and people are like, well, why wouldn't you educate yourself? Because I don't want to. Well, why wouldn't you want to? You don't care about kids dying? Do you care about kids dying in Myanmar? Do you care about kids dying in Tibet? Do you care about kids dying in Ukraine? Do you care about kids dying in Hong Kong? Do you care about kids dying in Venezuela, Colombia, Ethiopia? I didn't cover any of those. But most of y'all had nothing to say for a lot of those issues, right? But when it's something mm -hmm. that touches you or you're close to, if I don't speak about it, I'm a trash person. If you feel powerless because of this issue, that's not me to bear the brunt of your powerlessness. It's not on me to bear the brunt of your feeling of inadequacy. You lashing out at me is unproductive. It's not going to solve the and issue. You know, what else is unproductive? Me trying to speak on something I have no knowledge about and have very little interest in. Oh, maybe this is not PC enough. Are their kids dying? I'm not interested in talking about it. And guess what? Every human being has to pick their battles. And this is yours. And if it's yours, great. If you want to be invested, great. Go ahead. But don't come at me just because I haven't said something and try to infer something about my character. I don't go to everyone who didn't post BLM and be like, you're trash or this or that. I don't go to everyone who didn't support what was going on within Ethiopia right now and go, you're this or that. But then you think you can come and talk about someone else's character because they didn't talk about something that touches you. Okay, so... Wow. I don't know if I'll fix it in post, but you probably heard just a clip that I got from that video. Mm. And before I say anything, what what are your thoughts on what he said? I hate to admit it because I fully question this mm -hmm. in that other podcast, but he's right. Mm -hmm. Like when he put it in that way. Yeah. I mean, you know, if someone doesn't care about a topic, they don't care. You can't force someone exactly. to care. Um that and we saw said, we saw an example mm. of what I, I personally think this is what happened. I think like uh, we mentioned Rihanna on that episode, right? Uh, so yes. maybe she didn't care about the topic at like we're, we're saying it bluntly. Maybe she didn't mm. care as much, but, but she pressure. saw all that pressure. Right. And because of all that pressure, 
she felt like she just had to put something out there. Mm. And of course we said maybe she should have been better educated, but like she had, when you feel pressure, sometimes you do things just to, to kind of relieve it yeah. and shut people up. Yep. 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 But that just causes more issues over time. And then it's like, you're damned if you do damned if you don't. I mean, I think ultimately the real issue at hand is mm-hmm. that, uh, us laymen or like, you know, regular people, mm-hmm because with the social media world that we're in mm-hmm. uh influencers celebrities they have such a big pull they have such a big influence like they can literally sell water to a fish yeah some of them not all of them some mm-hmm. of them and so th- we gave them this power to be so influential that when there are issues that we are passionate about we expect them to speak on it but that should not be the case and it's also it's not every issue because yeah. imagine if you were to sit there and mm-hmm. think about eh, Every single issue in mm-hmm. this world, mm-hmm. you'd be talking about it 365 days because mm-hmm. there are problems everywhere. Yeah. This is not to minimize the struggle that everyone is going through in yeah. their own right. Everyone's, your struggle is your struggle. Yeah. But you, like that guy said, pick and choose your battles. Exactly. You're literally going to go insane if you try to be passionate and be a world savior because you yeah. just can't. So I think the ultimate thing like, for me is like... Mm. We have the things that we're passionate about and right. the things that we want to speak about that are going on in the world, mm-hmm. like the millions of things that are going on in the world, mm-hmm. almost literally. And But we shouldn't be condemning others for not speaking about it just but because they have such a large platform. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like when, you, when, when we think about the... I know this episode isn't specifically about Palestine, yeah. but when you think about that, people were pushing that social media presence of this topic or even blm so i wanted to get to that as well because they were looking to global leaders to help Mm -hmm. with the human rights issue yeah the war crimes that were taking place so they're trying to put pressure on like the more like you know when something gains um a lot of social media attention Mm -hmm. that's when the news picks it up so why do you think this specific um thing that was going on i I always want to use the word conflict but Mm. get away from that so this this uh uh ethnic cleansing Mm -hmm. that's currently this genocide that's currently going on in in palestine why do you think this picked up so much steam compared to something like uh that was almost equivalent to like the uyghur issue Mm, the the uyghur chinese uh, muslims in in china why Mm. do you think people cared because it did pick up that did like have it had a little it had bit its of 15 minutes of fame quote unquote yeah. 15 minutes of fame yep. uh on the on the world stage of like uh, a current conflict that's going on mm-hmm. and then it kind of just died out so but why do you think this palestine issue is so it is um it has such long legs because usually on the internet has such a short memory span that yeah there's a conflict <laughs> one week and then yep. there's a new conflict the next something else will take up its yes space. but mm-hmm. i still see people continuously posting about the palestine issue which is good Mm -hmm. of course which is very good yeah but why do you think this specific thing has picked up so much steam compared to the other things that have died out over over time i i think the the palestine topic Mm -hmm. didn't just gain attention from palestinians Mm -hmm. it's all arabs it's all muslims yeah and do you think i'm gonna ask you a question do you think that this would have become such a large or, or s- spread so quickly mm. if Al-Aqsa was not part of the uh, equation. Mm. Do you think that people would care? Because 
these con- this conflict or this this uh, ethnic cleansing has been going on since 1948. Yeah, in I think it was 2014. There was a similar thing where exactly hundreds of people were killed. Yeah, thousands, but not even hundreds. Thousands. I didn't know. I didn't hear as much. That was about the first the time. time that I was truly paying attention to. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. That was when I first heard about it. But that's yeah. because. The people that like I'm friends with. Yeah, you have to know someone. Really yeah, they were like, "Do you not know what's going on?" And I was yeah. like, "No." Yeah. And so I was like, "Let me do some research." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, you know, wow, this is this has been going on for some time. Why mm-hmm. is no one talking about it?" Yeah. I think it's the combination of first of all, mm-hmm. what's going on is is very heartbreaking. It's very sad. Yeah. And and we pray for their justice. Mm-hmm. May Allah grant them justice. Is, exactly. is what we can say. Yeah. That being said, I think the fact that it was in Ramadan, mm-hmm. the fact that they were bombing m- people that were praying in the mosque, yeah, the third holiest li- site in Islam, mm-hmm. it's like I almost feel like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, so I think I ha- I'm on the same page as you there, where mm. it's a combination of a lot of things. It's also yeah. a combination of the rise of TikTok, because yeah. I feel like TikTok had a big part of it, since even though it was being suppressed a lot um once you're kind of in that realm of like where it's feeding you these things about Palestine, it's like yeah. it spreads a lot quick within those community of people who are aware of the issue and also of course because of the fact that they it's almost symbolic what they did where they attacked during the the most holiest days of ramadan and also including al-aqsa because i feel like if that was not part of the equation yeah then this would have just blown over like any other conflict that would have went even though they're mm. like people would not i know I it's I just feel that way. You could, okay, say no, your no, part. No, say no, 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 no. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I also think it's the rise of TikTok and the mm-hmm. fact that um, the when they were trying to push out the the people who lived in that neighborhood in Sheikh um, Sheikh Jarrah. Yeah, when yeah. they lived in that area and they were trying to push them out, I believe their names are Muhammad and Muna Al Kurd yeah. or something like that. They had a, such a big social media presence, mm-hmm. like Subhi Taha, another mm-hmm. influencer. Like they really put it out for what it really is there mm-hmm. was no media filter there was no news filter mm-hmm. there was no one who was like in a monotone voice explaining what happened it was like no look this is this is our daily life mm-hmm. this is what's actually happening there's no filter to this yeah and so once you post that online you know one person sees it 100 people see it thousand people see it millions start to see it and they're yeah. like oh my god what's happening and that's not right they can't be kicked out of their neighborhood mm-hmm. and then from there it just snowballed and then from because they now had all of this social media attention, mm-hmm. the Israeli soldiers just, I felt like it was just adding more fuel to the fire by attacking people, innocent people in yeah. Ramadan, attacking Masjid al-Aqsa. It's like that added to it. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer just a Palestinian issue. This is a uh, a human rights issue. Mm-hmm. And I know they were saying it's not, a, it's not a problem against Muslims. Like non-Muslims were also... Mm-hmm. Um, supporting but i feel like if, if maybe it's a controversial thing to say i would say like if a majority of those palestinians weren't muslim i don't think that th- there mm. would have been that much of a push as well <laughs> not from muslim <laughs> because thing, it's right. human it's human to only really want to pay attention to things that affect the communities that you're a part of of course right of course i yeah. get that and um you know it's sad because the Uyghur muslims mm-hmm. they're muslim too yeah and if you see what they're going through exactly it's mm-hmm. almost it's it's more sinister. Yeah, what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, it's yeah. not so blatant where they're being tortured. Yeah, literally tortured and and being also having their religion stripped from them and getting yeah. them. Uh, uh, they're making them do things that they know Muslims are forbidden from doing. But see, which the is difference, more sinister the difference and, is yeah. like 
in China, their government is so strict, mm-hmm. like and so tight lipped. Like you're lucky if even if you like those clips that we did get to see. Yeah, we got lucky to even see that. Yeah, so I think that that can really show the power of social media these mm-hmm. days, right? Like mm-hmm. I think uh over time maybe this is just also the fact that everyone was home for covid and stuff they had yeah. more time to kind of dedicate consume to all this. yeah consume all of this information mm-hmm. so it was almost like the perfect recipe to, for this to kind of pop off in a way that it did yeah um but i had another question so something he was mentioning there so i don't know if people can't see but abba is actually ethiopian himself Oh, no wonder. I was, like, surprised that he was mentioning. I was like, wow, I'm yeah. not Ethiopian person. Yeah, like, and, and I wanted to actually bring up that issue. So we were talking about how we're related to this topic because we're Muslim. Mm. Or we, we, we connect to this topic issue, this issue or this uh, thing that's going on more because we're Muslim. Right. And and I feel like that was, like, a lar- large part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of the fact that, of course, children are dying and people are being killed. So why do you think that when it comes when it comes to our own people, mm. we don't show much attention about it? Because right now, um, there's actually two things going on in Ethiopia. There's one that there's one that's been happening, yeah, for some time now in our own city mm-hmm. of Hadar, and then now there's a major conflict in the Tigray region of right. Ethiopia, right? And I've maybe seen maybe one or two posts about it here and there, yeah. And I, like I'm part of the problem too because normally on social media I don't really post a lot of stuff whenever something's going on. I just see other people who are posting it and I consume it in that way. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'm part of the problem there. I just, it's just because I don't use social media like that to right. begin with. Right. But I guess maybe we should bring attention to this issue first by explaining what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually knew about this issue that's been going on in Ethiopia from about six months ago. I, I'm subscribed to Al Jazeera. You know, of course, me, the nerd who like really <laughs> loves just consuming information. And they posted a video of like what's going on in Ethiopia. And I this is before that one. Is it the one that was like they were on the mountains and they were shooting? Uh, the- no, this is like just one lady oh. who's six minute video just explaining oh. the general unbiased what's going on in Ethiopia. So um, if you don't know mm-hmm. already in Ethiopia for the past 30 years or a little less than 30 years, mm-hmm. um, there is a uh, the TPLF. They kind of ran the country, and they're um, a Tigray party, mm-hmm. and but the Tigrays are actually an ethnic a minority within Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. They only account for about six percent of the population, mm-hmm. and they have a region in Ethiopia that's like in the north that uh, is between Ethiopia and Eritrea. It's still part of Ethiopia, but they're, right. they're where those Tigray people are uh, normally is in that area. And um, there was because they were in power for thirty years. It's almost like a dictatorship to a point. Mm. And they, of course, like any other government, any other any other government, they were corrupt. Mm-hmm. They uh, put in a lot of people in prisons. Yeah. Uh, their their own political adversaries and all that. They did pretty much like the basic, you know, dictatorship. <laughs> dictatorship one hundred one. One hundred one, exactly. Right. And of course, that created a lot of resentment within the people. Of course, protests started popping off mm-hmm. and i think it was 2016 they were able to get the uh, tplf out of office and they put in abi who is uh an oromo uh, he's a prime minister of the yeah. country he's part of the oromo ethnicity mm-hmm. which is actually the majority in the country i think it's like 60 percent i actually got that crazy wrong it was more like 34 percent yeah um 
So I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, it's it's a large part of the population. Wow. And um, now I think a lot of people like Abi mm. because he kind of pulling a lot of reforms for the country to grow it uh, economically. Yeah, I feel like uh, he has a, a modern, like, yeah, he, know, modern, he won like the Nobel Peace Prize. But of course, mm. he also has he has his issues, his his own issues Nobody's as perfect. well. And um, the he he essentially in two thousand I forget which year it was, but he um, pretty much dismantled the government. Mm. how it was originally they had like some confederacy or something like with a group of parties Mm -hmm. he dismantled it and kind of put them all into one party okay um which took a lot of the influence away from the tplf Mm -hmm. who still had a lot of influence at that point Mm -hmm. they had a lot of people in higher positions in the in the country Mm -hmm. and they didn't like this at all tplf hated this uh yeah (laughs) so dictators like change exactly so but they weren't in power at the time but they still had a lot of influence within the country and they didn't like this so they tried to actually um plan a coup and take over the government they attacked like a government base uh which didn't go over well for them mm. and eventually that started like a civil war within the country right so now we have pretty much all of ethiopia against the tplf which is now hunkered down within the Tigray region mm. and like any conflict the civilians are the ones who take the brunt of the force or the they get the the most um the short end of the stick the short end of the stick exactly mm-hmm. so and um actually sorry what popped off here i missed out one part mm-hmm. is that what really like set off the the chain of events afterwards with what's happening right now yeah so the country held a had a uh, vote that was going on like you know a country vote to vote in i guess probably prime minister or something like that sorry i should probably know more about that yeah but essentially they postponed it mm-hmm. because they said covid you know with pandemic and everything they didn't want to kind of have a vote where people would be all coming together right but the tigray region were like nah we're gonna still have the vote and wow. uh you're gonna have to like take whatever we get from our votes essentially yeah. but they didn't count it the government didn't count it and that's when of course the conflict started so there was a lot of fighting within the country or mm-hmm. within the Tigray region mm-hmm. and a lot of the civilians in that area were being displaced. And that's essentially what the video was at, where it was talking about like civilians dying. And Eritrea actually got into the conflict as well and was attacking from the other side because... In support of... Uh, in support of Ethiopia. They're helping Ethiopia mm-hmm. fight off the TPLF. How strong are the, the TPLF? Region. Like if they're such a small number, how do they... Well, have- what I believe, yeah. I'll maybe get to that, is that a lot of this is kind of a backlash for the past 30 years. Because, um, you know, in a lot of, uh, in Ethiopia, there's a lot of ethnicities uh, yeah. and there's a lot of ethnic tension. Yes. And I feel that, um, I'll get to that part, but essentially I feel that a lot of what's happening right now mm. is due to a lot of that resentment for the Tigray people since they had power for so long, even though there's a minority within the country. And they, a lot of those other ethnicities feel slighted by that one party and are associating that with all the Tigray people. That's not that's not justifiable. You can't kill exactly. innocent Exactly. And that's the issue. It's not justifiable, but that's like it, it's 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 how people they when they get riled up, mm. they don't think logically, right? A lot of times you need to kind of take the humanity away from that person, so mm. they try to associate them with the the worst of what a party that used to represent them uh, stood for. Do you and think that's how they justify a lot of their actions. Do you think they resent them? Because usually when you come from a place of privilege, 
mm-hmm. you're not going to be one to speak up and be like oh that's not fair how yeah. come i'm getting all of the fame? well like, that's probably where a lot of the re- resentment comes mm. from right because i'm sure there were probably some tigray people who um saw what the government was doing it was not for it right but in the end when they feel when the uh, other ethnicities feel like they have all the power mm-hmm. they don't look into those nuances they don't they don't check mm. in on so what did, what what were you doing when the party <laughs> were you against them or something okay right. come on our side nah it's like mm. you're tigre you're done and so they use that to justify killing, killing a people but now it's gotten worse where it's more sinister and i oh, keep really? saying this word where they're actually raping oh, a yeah, lot yeah, of the yeah, women yeah. there yep 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 so essentially like this part of warfare i don't know how this became part of the warfare culture like it's always been a part of the culture where people like ransack and rape the women and stuff but now it's like people are literally there was a story i was watching a video today where a lady was like literally walking back from work Mm -hmm. she was like a waitress at a place Mm -hmm. and two soldiers took her put her in a house held her there for four days and raped her every single day and then when one day one of them stepped out opened the door she saw her chance to escape she ran and they shot her in the (gasps) stomach yeah and then she they saw she was bleeding like they didn't know she was shy and then they saw she, she was bleeding so he's like okay he took he told his friend just to pick her up and throw her in the street <gasps> no yeah so it's getting that bad and actually i saw a really and trigger warning like mm-hmm. uh, you know this the types of practices it's so inhumane and so yeah. cruel but it's the same thing that's happening to the the Uyghur muslims mm-hmm. for some reason like i think the when when soldiers rape someone it's it's almost like they're showing their power i feel like a lot of the reasons they're doing those things mm. those horrible acts mm. are because of what i mentioned earlier with the resentment against those people because they feel like the worst thing you, they, they think of the worst thing they can do to these people and mm. they do it because mm. they feel like these this is for the hundreds of years or in this case like the 30 years maybe even earlier conflicts going between the ethnicity ethnicities yeah this is like our payback in a way but and like, so is it the TPLF soldiers that are doing this or is it the Ethiopian soldiers that are doing this? No, this is the Eth- Ethiopian and Eritrean soldiers that are doing this. To the Tigray innocent people. Yeah, to the Tigray women. Yeah, and they're just killing the men, of course, and just... I saw, day. okay, so I saw another video. Mm-hmm. Um, so so here's the thing, like, whenever I hear about some sort of, like, issue, mm-hmm. before I speak on it, I have to, like, do my research because mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know, right? Yeah. Um. But I also have this like weird thing in my personality where I, mm-hmm. I you know, you just go down a dark rabbit hole and you're just yeah. watching video after video after video. And that's what happened. So mm-hmm. I was watching so many videos in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was, it was like, a, I think it was a, you know, that channel AJ plus or whatever it is, mm-hmm. a plus or whatever it's called. This video was like a, an ex soldier. I can't remember what they're called. You know, the ones that like flee. What did they call them again? Whistleblower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He recorded this. Mm hmm video uh where the soldiers um had a bunch of innocent tigray men the ethiopian mm-hmm. soldiers and Eritrean soldiers they had a bunch of uh innocent men mm-hmm. and they like lined them up execution style mm-hmm. and they were literally just shooting them and then just rolling their bodies down the mm-hmm. like mountain yeah and of course this is another atrocity and i think it's just to kind of bring it um full circle or like with a big idea here is like this is these are horrible acts that are going on within our own country why do you think that it's not uh, something that we are championing in as much as mm. what is going on in other countries that the only relation you have, even though it is a big relation, is prior religion with the people there? 
And even then, people try to separate. There's like, oh, we're not doing this because of the religion. We're doing this because of people being uh, unfairly um, slaughtered for whatever reason. Mm. But the same thing is happening with our own country. Is it because it's, it's a lot more, um, not dirty, but like it's a lot more messy of what's going on? It's like, oh, we're dealing with like a party that's tried to create a coup. But in the end, the civilians are the ones who are being affected by this. Um, uh, no, because I feel like wrong is wrong no matter what. Yeah. And this... Why didn't we pick this battle? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. It's about to get controversial. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to get canceled, but at the same time, our opinion is mm-hmm. our opinion. So I'm yeah. just giving that disclaimer. If you don't want to listen to it, you can skip over this part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one thought that comes to mind mm-hmm. is the... um. I don't know how to word it, but like the fact that um, sometimes there's racism mm. and sometimes certain lives, quote unquote, not mm-hmm. necessarily matter more than others, mm-hmm. but certain issues get more attention. Like if you were to see an Arab kid get shot on a camera, like you're, someone's mm-hmm. recording it and it's, you know, in, in an Arab country and they get shot. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's going to be posted all over. Mm-hmm. If you saw a little Ethiopian kid, and they get shot. It's very. It's the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. The only difference is where they're from. Yeah. It probably won't get as much attention online. I don't think. I don't think that's racist. Racism, though. I think it's because of systemic okay. racism. Maybe? Okay, maybe this is where we're probably gonna disagree. Is because I don't think a lot of those issues are because of racism. I think it's because you can when when an, when an other person sees another other person getting shot they can see their brother they can see their 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 sister they can see their mother their father whoever but when they see an ethiopian kid getting shot they have no relation there they have no nothing to go off of they just see it per- even though it's still a human being mm. it's in our nature to react more to things that we can relate to more right okay but like look at me and you for example yeah I can honestly sit here and mm-hmm. tell you I've posted more about Palestine than I did about the Ethiopia Tigray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, war. so that's why I'm saying, why don't we champion those? Why don't we uh, not champion? Sorry, uh, why don't we uh, uh, speak about those issues more? Like, here, let's go even closer to home. Okay. <laughs> okay. The let's go to Hadar. Mm. So um, another byproduct of the fact that Abi got into office and a reason why he shouldn't be champion as much as he is mm. is because when he run the oromos thought of that as a way of it almost he gave enabled them, like, them like this weird yeah power it enabled and them this confidence to like exact to feel like they could do whatever they want mm-hmm. and to start taking more chances mm-hmm. and the ch- one of the chances they took is on our own city mm-hmm. of Hadar, mm-hmm. where we're from they tried to claim it as their own territory and granted there are a lot of oromos in that area mm-hmm and people try to go back into history and say blah 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 this and that mm. but we are the indigenous people of that location mm. but they're trying to rewrite history in a way mm-hmm. because now they feel like they're they'll have the support of their own uh the, like the government. government right and even if the government doesn't come in and blatantly say anything mm-hmm. about it their silence is almost like them enabling them to oh, yeah. continue that and i feel like you can kind of relate this to what happened with trump when Trump got in office, the racists <laughs> felt so like true. that enabled them to uh, act out more, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for whoever's listening to this, who like maybe so you can relate it more to something more locally to you. Mm-hmm. 
it's almost like a similar situation and and maybe you can even relate the harder itch situation to what's going on in palestine i know okay i know it's very different in <laughs> the amount of people that are dying of course but we're dealing with an we're indigenous people for, like similarities or not yeah we're trying to look for similarities yeah, here yeah we're dealing with just so people can kind of relate to it yeah like we're dealing we're dealing with an indigenous people the Harari people mm-hmm. who are now being displaced from their own homes mm-hmm and <laughs> new settlers settlers or people are coming in and mm. claiming it to be their own homes and almost rewriting history to say that this was their pl- homes to begin with do you see how that's how much that's connected yeah yet when this was occurring in its heat of like maybe two years ago it was like two or three years ago, yeah, I think. yeah. you know we had a, like some conventions rah rah that kind of thing we were talking about <laughs> it yeah saying uh how horrible this is mm-hmm. and then it was kind of quiet there was maybe a few posts about it here and there Mm -hmm. and this is happening in our own home i know so you know and i'm part of the problem too you know but you know what i think i did i did actually i was actually one of the speakers i was speaking out about it a lot (laughs) i was on the stages you were (laughs) Uh, but i feel like i always could have done more but you know what though okay let's let's steer away from the racism Mm -hmm. comment that i made it was just something that i suggested just to see like you know what your thoughts were yeah when it comes to um palestine mm-hmm. we we all know israel has such a influence they have such an influence and they have a lot of power because they're friends with powerful people yeah who the f cares about Harar? yeah like I, i'm just gonna be transparent yeah like except for harari people who yeah. really you know what i mean like and it's sad but that's mm-hmm. just the reality like the more power a country has the more eyes are on it the more people will actually start to pay attention mm-hmm. There are so many similarities how you just explain like the displacement of people yeah. from their homes. And, you know, this is not Amir and I saying that all Oromo people are bad, just mm-hmm. like how all people from Israel are not all bad. Mm-hmm. And just like how all Tigray people are not all bad. Like, we know that. That's, yeah, because I did given. generalize a lot, but I'm not talking yeah. about all Oromo people. Of course. And I, I feel like, yeah. you know, just, just to clarify because mm. i know people like to be annoying so yeah. now i save myself and <laughs> try coming for us okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just kidding um but it it's still like i really just i think it comes down to the power that that country or the city or whatever has mm-hmm. and and it's so interesting that you said that when abi came into power um you know his supporters and the extremists within the oromo mm-hmm. ethnicity um felt like they oh like okay our government our, our prime minister is Oromo we can do whatever yeah. we want they feel like they'll be it'll be turned more of a blind eye to what they're doing because but if he that did that's true. wrong yeah if he if he really like and I don't honestly I don't and this is my fault for not really looking into it but I don't really recall him really openly denouncing what they were doing mm-hmm. was he condemning it in any way or did he just kind of stay silent and say oh, like peace peace mm-hmm. and love you know, yeah. how do you win a Nobel Peace Prize when you can't even have peace in your own damn country? Please yeah. tell me. How? How is that possible? Yeah. Like, make it make sense. No, the Nobel Peace Prize has always been, like, more of a political move than anything. It's never really meant... To, they gave the Nobel Peace Prize, I think, to, like, Obama. And Really? Yeah, so... I, I, I think so. Wait, let me just make sure. One second. Let me Google this real quick. He might have gotten it. I don't know. Maybe, but... But, like, just, you know, it's literally in the title of the award. Nobel Peace Prize. How does someone, like, how, I just don't understand. Yeah, he won in 2009. Literally a year after he started. How does that Mm. even happen? 
Mm. Solemn promises, false promises. But um, I think the most frustrating thing, the reason I brought that up is like, it's not only the fact that, um, okay, maybe it is, people can feel like, oh, it's futile, right? It's like such a small community that's being affected by this. And there's so much other things going on in the world. It's like, okay, granted, let's say that, Mm. but there are still people within our own community who don't even know what's going on. Yeah. And I don't want to say they don't care, but like when you hear about these kind of things, you feel like you should probably look into them more. Right. But you know what, Amir, Mm -hmm. think about it in this sense. Mm -hmm. You can't go on Instagram now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, unless you follow nobody, but like, you cannot go on Instagram and not see something about Palestine. Yeah. You, you can go on Instagram Mm -hmm. and never see a single thing about Ethiopia yeah no i'm not talking in the general sense okay Mm. i i understand in the general sense yeah okay like he mentioned earlier in that video that i mentioned or that i played you know choose your battles and everything and if people don't other people don't speak about it Mm. and they don't care it's like that's fine you know you have your thing everybody has their own thing but at least i feel like if you're part of that community in a way Mm. you feel like there should be like some sort of responsibility to or at least everyone should be take the responsibility to kind of educate themselves on it Mm. at least educate yourself on it that's Mm. the minimum but you know sometimes there are people who are just not into politics but this is not politics no i know but i'm saying like like well it's sort of but like it it is but it is when people are dying at that point it it no longer becomes politics to me yeah no i know i get i get what you're saying but it's like if if they're already not watching for it Mm -hmm. unless someone else tells them they're not going to be looking for this information they're not just going to search mm-hmm. up like, I wonder what Ethiopia is up to. <laughs> just search it up on Google. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like you have to either have caught it in the news mm-hmm. or saw it online. Like hmm, and it has to spark your interest. Like yeah. it's it's very it's tough. Mm-hmm. And you also don't want to make people feel like they now have to keep up with world issues because it also takes a toll on all this negative information that you're consuming back to back to back like it's going to take a toll on you too. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's like information overload, trauma fatigue, I think is what we called it last two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, So I, I don't, I don't even know if there's even a solution. Well, Um, no, I'm not looking for a solution. I think the ultimate thing is I'm speaking right now. I'm speaking to, um, I guess the East Africans who are probably closer related to this. mm. And also for the people who are not East African, or uh, some from other way in the world. At least now they're aware of the issue. If they've heard this, yeah, they're aware of what's going on in there. And then if sometimes you know, though, like sometimes people just don't comment on it because like they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do to make the situation better? Do we donate? Do we yeah put pressure on you know government officials? Do we you know like if you don't know what to do, you're kind of just like you read it and you're like, oh, that's very sad and disheartening. Like yeah, but okay, and then you just go about your day. Mm-hmm okay then at least i hope that people are educated on what's going on there Mm. and that like it's at least something that's on people's mind Mm. and if it it does get worse because i feel like the everybody's eyes in the world are on ethiopia right now Mm. because well since abi got in like Mm -hmm. he's been really pushing to kind of get um make ethiopia like the the cultural center of africa in a way africa of course has a lot of countries yeah but a lot of people are looking at ethiopia because they're really working on developing it both economically yeah. and in and industrially and like uh, st- structurally does that make sense structurally 
yeah yeah they're really building up the city mm. and and there's a lot of eyes on it right now uh so seeing how they react to this situation will really kind of i noticed he's been working hard on main like building those relationships with other global leaders yeah um but it's like you're you know you're um there's a saying in in our language in Gaysinan, um where i'm gonna just translate it because i'm mm-hmm. not gonna butcher it and then get made fun of but uh it's basically you know don't clean the outside of your house before you clean the inside exactly and i feel like that's what he's doing yeah he's trying to do you know what i mean like you're not even focusing on the the, mm-hmm. the alleged peace and harmony that you're preaching yeah within your own country that you run mm-hmm. but instead you're looking to strengthen your relationships outside to build the overall like i guess infrastructure and the the economy and like make a better ethiopia but it's like how are you going to do that when your people are dying and they're mm-hmm. suffering and there's no peace? Yeah. No one feels safe. Like it just it it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always have to well, every country has problems. Like look at America. Yeah. <laughs> America's <laughs> look the at ghetto. Even okay. Canada. Oh, we didn't even mention what happened in Canada recently. Sorry, I know I'm going to be a tragic <laughs> All episode. All over the place, yeah. Um and I don't know if I'm going to finish off this, but off on mm. this, but recently there was a terrorist attack. We're going to call it a terrorist attack. It is a within, terrorist attack. Yeah, within uh, London, Ontario, mm-hmm. which is a couple hours away from Toronto, where uh, a family was actually run over by some maniac. A terrorist. A terrorist who literally, he drove his car right into the family who were just walking on the sidewalk. And he killed four of the five members of the family, a mom, a dad, the grandma, and uh, a the daughter. daughter. Um, Alhamdulillah, the son survived and but unfortunately like now he survived for his fa- he, he has no family he's an orphan he's an orphan essentially um v- and there has been a rise of of course terrorism or not terrorism but yeah terrorism but also like just anti they have a word for anti-jewish which is anti-semitism it's what islamophobia. is islamophobia mm. exactly and unfortunately it actually so that was this thing that was frustrating a lot of people mm-hmm. where and it was actually another thing i want to talk about where a lot of people where the government was like really playing around with or, or delaying on whether they were going to classify as a terrorist act. And what do you think? Do you think like, so I don't know even the details of this, like, mm. well, what do you why classify? Do you what do you classify as a terrorist attack? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just going to Google what's the definition of a terrorist attack because in my opinion, mm-hmm. and this, this may be very ignorant, but a terrorist attack is someone causing terror yeah running over and anyone really, <laughs> i think a terrorist it was, attack I th- we should really shout out i think jasmine singh mm. who's the ndp leader jagmeet, jagmeet singh sorry because he was off the bat he was like this is a terrorist attack like i think he was like crying on television just you know i wish he the won. family no, i know no nah, but they got like what six percent of the vote or something they didn't get yeah. much of the vote so people really got to vote with their not wallets well i would say wallets <laughs> they got to really uh, step out and actually get him into the office because he's really been fighting for not only uh muslim people but Mm. for indigenous people uh, which is another thing so i feel like people are saying cancel canada day for this year which is on july 1st yeah we should but like because of what happened both with his family (laughs) what sorry i said i'd I'd still want the day off but yes can't like the canada day is just honestly canada is a land of racism yeah it's not the land of the free it's not as I get overt or in your face as it is in no, America. No, it's very passive. Yeah, but it is there and it's mm. almost buried like the 215 million, not 
million. Sorry, <laughs> two hundred and fifteen children yeah. were found buried in a uh, grave or like unmarked graves behind a uh, residential school. NBC, so if you don't right? know, in Canada, they used to have residential schools where essentially they would take indigenous children from their homes mm-hmm. and put them into these schools to. It was sort of like ethnic cleansing. Yeah, it wasn't ethnic. They're kind of trying to uh, teach and even beat the indian or not indian uh what do you call it what would you aboriginal native aboriginal or native out of them mm. by basically uh making them catholic and yeah. uh, changing their names changing their names dress. not letting them speak their language and i watched a documentary on that oh you watched a document yeah. i actually read a book called um uh what was it called the inconvenient indian which actually mm. goes through the whole history of the natives both in america and canada Mm. and well really not the whole history but it goes through the history of uh their relation with uh relationship with the uh people who came in the settlers who came in Mm. and how they're eventually their land was taken away and how they were tricked and how they're pushed away and the different tactics that were do you notice a common theme here what settlers always be trying to take Mm -hmm. everybody's land Mm -hmm. like just Okay, that's hella racist. I was going to be like, just go back to where you came from. But like, <laughs> literally go back to where you came yeah. from. But to a point, this is almost like, this is just history repeating itself, right? This has it happened is. at it all is. times. Um, but we were going into terrorism, sorry. And then yeah. I went into the indigenous oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But essentially, all around right now in Canada is not really a good vibe. Because a lot of our dirty laundry or a lot of Canada's dirty laundry, I don't want to put myself in that, you know. <laughs> yeah, we are not. Is being exposed. Uh, and it's almost like it's all coming at once, both with the uh, Islamophobia. Um, there is some anti-Semitism. There was some. Um, just racist. We, I really need to learn all we these could just terms. Say they're just racist. Yeah, just general racism that's been going on with the country. I'm looking for the definition, by the way. <laughs> okay, there you go. You can find it. Um, but there was a second part of it that I actually wanted to talk about. Shoot, I'm completely blanking on it. I meant I had it in my head. Give me, give me like 30 seconds. I'll be back. L- okay, let me, just, let me just read you this quote from a, an article that, from opencanada.org. It says, Canadian terrorism legislation covers a wide range of activity. A terrorism charge in Canada requires far less than setting off a bomb. Why is it that ever since 9-11, people equate setting off a bomb to terrorism, but there's so much more that you can do to literally be a terrorist? You don't have to set off a bomb to be classified as a terrorist. Yeah. Well, I think it's because it all comes down to, I don't know if it's racism, but like... Uh, it's the Islamophobic it's, propaganda yeah, from exactly, the U.S. Exactly. Terrorism has been so tied to with Islam, which mm. is completely goes against the Islam ideals. Um, but of This course, is all Bush's fault, I'm telling you. Well, yeah, you know... We're just going to blame him. <laughs> He's the number one terrorist, really, if you think about it, but... Yeah, like uh, we can go into that whole history and the conspiracies and all the stuff that was going on in the early 2000s when they first invaded. But I saw this. I saw this one TikTok. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send it to you. Um, Yeah, she made some really interesting points Mm -hmm. about Bush doing 9-11 and why. And she was saying like, and she's not. Oh, my God. That's a whole other topic. I know. but She's not Muslim. Mm -hmm. And she was a white woman Mm -hmm. who said this. And I was like, whoa, like you never see that. I need to find it. and I'm going to send it to you because. Mm -hmm. The points that she made, it was very We can go deeper into that, but I don't think uh, Bush Maybe you don't think he did it? I, I, believe, I believe it's a natural reaction to uh, decades of 
um, the turmoil between like what turmoil they were doing and in destroying Iraq and, a mm. homeland to the people who lived in the Middle East. Destroying the, the it was all for oil, you exactly. know that, right? It was all and for oil. I feel oil. like it's only natural that there was a nat- this is very controversial. It's only natural that there was a retaliation for that. Uh, okay, don't worry, we'll have an episode where we talk about conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and I will prove to you that Bush did 9 11. Okay, we'll come back to that. All then. Right. Um, <laughs> I literally can't remember that last point. I don't want to end Sorry. the podcast I know. without even remembering that one point. You what know, was I'm, it just gonna, about? I'm just gonna wait here. We're going to sit here in silence in silence until oh. I remember that point for you guys. It'll be like right after this, unless I don't remember. And then we just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was it about though? I literally can't remember right now. It was like, um, uh, it was like, okay, something related to the Islamophobia with four people getting killed. You asked me. Yeah. Like why, like the the media stalling or taking a couple or the government stalling to oh, classify yes, it as yes, 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 terrorism. Yes. Thank you, Sara. You You're just welcome. reminded me. Okay, so there was something else that was kind of going on when that whole issue uh, came up. Is so the media was not putting up the picture of yeah. the guy who did the attack. Yes, I was wondering why they were hiding his identity. Yeah, and I'm on the side where I don't want the guy's picture out there. Oh, you I don't want, want you to make to him put famous. The pictures mm. out of the family. Mm. Let's remember the family mm. because the reason a lot of these terrorists do this is for notoriety. They mm. want to get their name out there. They want the people that they were speaking to in their little chat rooms, the racists they were talking to, that they told they were going to do this ahead of time, which I'm sure they're probably going to find. Mm. They they were told them, okay, watch me. I'm going to be on TV for doing this and that. But if you don't put them out there and mm. you don't give them that. Mm. Hopefully, it incentivizes the next guy to be like, okay, there. I'm not going to get the fame. I'm not going to become a martyr for my for my cause. So I'm mm. not going to do this. I'm not going to have the drive to do this. Because a lot of the times... That's such a psychological issue, though, I feel yeah, like. Well, yeah. but it's it's And it's shown to be a reason that a lot of these terrorist ha- attacks happen. Like, look at the guy who uh, committed the terrorist attack in uh, Christchurch, um, uh, in New Zealand. In New Zealand. He literally streamed... Yeah, himself he doing had like it. a call of duty game in real life yeah and he was shouting out the groups that he was part of and everything and he did it all clearly for notoriety he did it because he wanted to become famous even if he knew mm. that he might die in the end of it as long as he went out in the blaze of glory and became a martyr for his cause mm. he didn't care so i feel like putting the names out there of these people who are committing these terrorist acts and mass murders mm-hmm. and shootings only incentivizes the next guy to do it even more but they also want to hold that person accountable, don't you think? That's why they... Yeah, and and unfortunately, what uh, kind of led to that is like they started showing pictures of the guy going fishing and stuff afterwards, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't, well, I don't watch the news like that. Mm. I haven't seen his picture. They found photos of him online. Yeah. And they weren't like... You know how they always They're say... They're saying like, like, release a mugshot. Yeah, like we don't want to see pictures of you fishing. I want to see you looking miserable. Mm-hmm. Even though I heard that he was smiling or whatever when yeah. he got arrested, but he's sick freak. Or yeah. So, so ultimately, I don't think you should ever put out the photo of someone who committed a terrorist attack, uh, because a lot of times the reason they did it, and it might be clear, it might be unclear, is because they wanted that notoriety from it. And but you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should cut this part out. But I'm just gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. Isn't it better that, like, because prisoners get to watch the news, so they know, like, sometimes they'll know what you did, right? Like, they'll know what, like, someone's coming in, whatever. Maybe this mm-hmm. is just TV. I don't know what it's like to be in prison. Oh, <laughs> you're, so you're saying maybe with his 
face and name being out there. They'll know and then they can teach him a lesson in jail. Well, the name will give it away because I think we know the guy's name, no? I don't even, I didn't pay attention to his name. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care who the guy is. Yeah, I didn't care. Yeah, he committed a terrorist attack. Mm. Just throw him in the deepest hole and forget about him. I hope basically. he gets tortured in jail. No, I don't care about. I don't. No, I do. I do. Huh? I hope. I hope that's, he has that's the worst. His, that's the that's the that's the evil, not the evil side, but that's like the 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 dark side of our nature <laughs> that I really don't want to feed at all. As long as someone, if if someone commits an act, well, like in Islam, I guess the the, the rights yeah. would be like the family would have the choice of what happens to the prisoner. But of course, we live in a different country. Mm. But like, if they're in jail, they're in jail. I know they get to live out the rest of their lives, and those people they kill don't. But that's what this country uses as their as their punishment. So let them have it. And, you know, it's almost like when you say, oh, I wish that person is tortured and stuff. It's almost like the saying of an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. You can't you true. You can't you can't indulge in your in your um, evil natures and stuff. It's called even revenge. Though you, yeah. You can't <laughs> indulge in that re- the feeling of revenge just because this person did an evil act, you know, um make them face the law but you don't get feel justice, like some people and then put them it? where your justice or your law puts people which is in jail in this world but like you know in other places they might cut their head off he'll get his justice in the hereafter <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think we shoot we went on a little long there um can i just that? say though yeah like I actually I'm so happy that we did this because I feel like you and I never really get to like talk like this. Mm-hmm. Like we do. Yeah. But like this is forcing it in the best way, you know? And it's like strengthening our relationship too. Exactly. And, and so I'm like, I'm trying to end this on a positive note. <laughs> <if you can't. laughs> Got my Seth Rogan knocked out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell are you laughing like that? Uh, no, my my throat's like gone right now. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> That's how I laugh. <laughs> That's the real laugh. Huh? That was the real laugh. I got two. I got like a three or four laughs in my bank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that a fake laugh before then? No, that was my laugh. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. But but yeah. So I mean, I just I, I I'm thankful that we decided to do mm-hmm. this, and I think it was both of us going out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. This is a side note. It has nothing to do with our topic for this week. I'm yeah. just these are just final thoughts final thoughts um and and i think that our our chemistry like the mm-hmm. genuineness of our of our conversation yeah. is it shows and when mm-hmm. when people are listening you know yeah um, hopefully it shows and it's and it hopefully evolves over time because i feel like yeah from the first episode to this one we've gotten a lot better at this yeah. thing you know yeah even though i still forget a couple things as much i don't stammer as much even though i do a little bit here and there i feel like we got we got pretty good at getting to the point because yeah. remember at first we would just talk about something exactly for like ages. exactly <laughs> so but we're still filling out our time here and uh hopefully we can evolve this maybe we'll get into video sometime oh my god imagine if we have a studio yeah man we don't even need to like a nice studio or anything. yes we, we do like make okay we, yes, we we do. Make a nice studio we have to okay we'll build something okay okay so um yeah um hopefully that was informative for y'all hopefully you didn't uh fall asleep halfway through that <laughs> it's <laughs> a switch it up this week you know you have to keep it real with exactly you guys. um but yeah this has been another episode by uh the cousin connection team why am i saying okay just you, okay okay <laughs> i'm just gonna do the outro <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening my name is sarah my name's amir 
And this was the Cousin Connection podcast. Oh, sorry. Why did I say that so fast? I don't know. Just follow us at Cousin Connection Pod. Yeah, just follow us on Instagram. It's Cousin Connection Pod. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.